Okay, if you had to go on a reality TV show, which one would you choose and why? It would help if I knew what all the reality TV shows were, but... Uh, well, you know some of the bigger ones. Yeah. I don't know. There's, there's probably a time where I thought Big Brother would have been cool. Yep. But no, because then it just became really uncool. <laughs> the first one, you know, the yeah. first one, that, that would have been maybe okay. Um, no, it'd have to be some sort of physical challenge one, not Survivor, because that's ridiculous. Yep. But, uh, you know, like like if Bear Grylls did a reality <laughs> TV show, I'd yep. go on that one. Right. Whether some insane physical challenge and you had to, you know, prove your mental toughness. and What about Wipeout? Wipeout? That's a physical challenge. No, that's just people getting their necks broken <laughs> by swinging hammers and stuff. I'm sure there's a proper strategy and strength needed to jump no, on all those things. You just have to be dumb enough to believe <laughs> that you're not going to get hurt so that a whole bunch of people watching television can laugh at someone else's pain and misfortune. That's what that's all about. Quality TV viewing, that one. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, where we're swinging big foam hammers and knocking people's blocks off. That'd be a that'd be a kind of good tradie show, wouldn't it? It would be tradies like uh, doing this obstacle race around a building site or something. <laughs> Probably the health and safety officer wouldn't approve it. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? it Some is. of those people must get super serious injuries. Like I, I know. I don't get what you even do. I don't think some of them are physically able to be. Well, they're not really in the right shape for that stuff. <laughs> I know. I went to one of those aqua parks with all the inflatable. Yep. Things where people are just doing crazy stuff, you know, jumping off these big inflatable castles and slamming into each other on the on the slides. And I asked um, a paramedic uh, who was in our group once. and um, How often do they have to go out there? Every weekend. <laughs> he, he said every weekend they get a call out to these inflatable aqua parks. And he said the most common injuries are obviously head injuries um, and dislocated shoulders. Imagine the insurance they must buy. Oh, that's why you have to sign the thing that says, I am a moron and I'm not going to sue you for anything. But uh, anyway, a bit different to uh, to a job site. Um, so speaking of uh, written waivers and disclaimers and stuff, uh, I'm going to try a segue, but not as good as today's guest manages to segue uh, during her uh, interview. Uh, we're talking to Elizabeth Campbell today from EC Writing Services. Uh, Liz is also the author of a book, Wow, Words on the Web. And um, if you hadn't figured it out yet, Liz is a writer. She's a copywriter, a blogger. She's a speaker, an author. And um, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about writing so passionately yeah. as she does. She yeah. really does love it. I mean, I enjoy writing, but it, it is a bit of work because yep. it, it takes effort and time and you have to edit and think about your story but Liz just like you can just tell she just loves it and uh, if you go check out her website you'll see her about us page or about Liz page where she talks about her uh, her passion for writing and where it all started um, but today's interview really good um, it's another one of those how-to ones we know that that you love uh, 
our how-to episodes. They they score some of the highest download numbers uh, from iTunes. So um, we've got some good tips that you can implement in your business today, and it's all about writing, but more specifically, really, your website and making sure that that's uh, really working for you. Yes, and she does talk about... Um a lot of really easy implementable tips so what we thought we'd do today is have a listen and then we want you guys to take action uh, and maybe make some changes to your page or, or implement some of her ideas we're going to give away a copy of her book wow words on the web mm. so you just need to email us let us know what you've changed or updated based on this episode and we'll pick a winner and you'll get her book yep so Free book. Uh, it's a great book. It's all about obviously uh, crafting your website um, and your copy. So blogging. If you're doing any content online, if you're not, please start now. Uh, but uh, yeah, fantastic book. You can get a free copy just by doing something small. You know, make a change based on today's episode. Pretty, yep. Let us easy. know. Email hello yep. at tradiesbusinessshow.com uh, and we'll look at them. And I don't know we'll give people roughly a month. Yep. For when this is done, not that that'll take you that long, no. but uh, just change one small thing. That's mm-hmm. all we need you to do. One little thing. Take some action. It can actually make a difference. Mm. But enjoy today's interview, and uh, we'll catch you on the flip side. And welcome to our guest today, Elizabeth Campbell from EC Writing Services and the author of Wow Words on the Web. Welcome, Liz. Hey, guys. Thanks so much for having me. No worries, Liz. Good to have you on the show. Thank you. I'm really happy to be here to share some of my uh, knowledge on writing wow words, my one true love. <laughs> it's a bit nerdy, isn't it? But it's true. Well, I love it. Well, Michaela's, Michaela's a bit of a tech nerd. She loves all the technology and systems and she gets all, all uh, flushed when we have sort of uh, techie guests on. I have to admit, I'm, I'm a bit of a fan of writing. I know Michaela writes as well, but... I love a good uh, a good blog post or uh, you know a good story. So I'm I'm really keen to chat to you today, Liz. Good. I do know that about you, Warwick. <laughs> I'm very happy to hear that. <laughs> Taylor on board as well. So for our listeners' benefit, um, tell us a bit about who the heck are you, Liz? And and you know you can give us the the public version if you like. <laughs> who is Liz Campbell? Well. I call myself the word stylist and that comes from my love of fashion and beauty and writing. So probably not right up your tradies alley, but I absolutely love anything that happens at that intersection. And I've been writing for as long as I can remember. So I penned my first book when I was four about a runaway $1 coin that I think must have fallen out of my pocket and I must have (laughs) lost it because why else would a four-year-old write about a $1 coin like falling down a drain, rushing out to sea, having an awesome adventure with some sea creatures and then washing back up on shore to be picked up by another little girl of all things. So I think, remember in the 80s, you used to be able to get a lot of lollies for a (laughs) dollar? like you could get like five for one cent (laughs) so I was devastated so I've been writing for that long pretty much since I could pick up a pencil and then um, I went to do work experience when I was in year nine and I got placed at the paper in um, Roma where I was where I grew up I spent some years out in Roma and I was actually quite devastated to be honest because even though I loved writing I actually liked Just Jeans more and I really wanted to (laughs) work 
experience at Just Jeans. <laughs> Did they have a Just Jeans in Roma? They had a Just Jeans and a Rockman's. And nice. I, was, I moved out from Brisbane. So when we moved out there, I walked down the main street and I'm like, hey, Mum, where's the Maya Centre? And she's like, <laughs> uh, this is it. And I'm like, oh, great. Rockman's and Just Jeans. This is awesome. Yeah. So my, my, most of my pay as a kid went to Rockman's and Just Jeans. I think I funded a lot of their... Um, business (laughs) so I was out there and I did this work experience and I wrote a story at the um, about the kids doing work experience and it got published a full page and that was it for me I just knew from then on that I just wanted to be a journalist and a writer and that would be all I'd ever do so I'm one of those annoying people that's always known what they've wanted to do and known what their passion is I didn't ever have to find it that is annoying (laughs) I know it is and people say it oh you know how come you know and I I have taken 30 years or 40 years to find out what mine is I was just lucky I suppose I just knew it so I did I went and did um, journalism with um, independent and international companies um, for 15 years I was one of those annoying people too (laughs) a journalist but I was always an ethical journalist. Yeah, okay. And there is such a thing. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not mutually exclusive, <laughs> hey? So now yeah, I know, yeah, so now you work a lot with um, small businesses and helping to improve their copywriting skills, particularly online. So we thought we'd get you on today because I know a lot of our um, tradies, uh, copywriting doesn't come naturally to them. Mm. But one page that, you know, most uh, businesses need is that, our story or about us page and we particularly find that a lot of them uh, are quite boring they're very much the same you know I've been in business 20 years we're a family-owned company we are great and professional Um, but ones that really stand out are ones that perhaps tell a little bit of a story and give a little bit of insight into them so they become more relatable and people want to do business with them. So we thought we'd get you on today to give some uh, tricks about how to write a more compelling, you know, about us or our story type page. So you up for that? I'm totally up for that and I can't stand words that are boring because they don't resonate with people. You'll click straight off if they're boring. So I've got five ninja tricks I want to share with you guys about writing an, an awesome about us page. Cool. Fire away. What's one? Number one, like you say, tell your story. These are all very basic though, but we kind of tend to forget about them. So number one, tell your story. You know, content is the most important thing on your website, um, but most importantly, it's sharing snippets of your story. And you can be as personal as you like, depending on who your target market is and what they want to know about you. But sharing little snippets, like I just shared about myself, you know, the book that I wrote when I was four, being a journalist when I was 14, people start to get to know you and pe- and we'd like to know what people are about before we'll work with them usually and it's, it all comes back to that know, like and trust thing that we all hear all the time but it's so true. So what makes you a real person? Like what is it, your, your story, what is it about that story that you can share with people that will make you more relatable? And stories are the best way to do that because, you know, everyone has a story to tell. I was um, talking to a removalist guy the other day and we were talking about his About Us page 
And I said, you know, we need it to be something completely different. You know, you're different to other removalists on the Gold Coast. What, what is it? Tell me of your very first client. Who was your first client? Let's go back and have a think about it. And he's like, oh, that's a funny story, Liz. It's my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We've got something to work with here because, you know, how many um, ex-wives are there who need to be uh, moved or there are, you know, marriage breakups and whatever else. 50% of marriages end in divorce these days. It's, it, a removalist can help you move out of that situation. So that's kind of where we went with that and it resonated with a whole bunch of people and got really good, um, good response. So, you know, it's even thinking about that. Think about conversations that you've had, like what what um you know growing up what's your background how does your your experience relate back to it yeah you don't want to be you know we've been in business for 20 years and we have a team of seven that can go right down the bottom oh, and i have to say i um i actually get into some robust discussions or debates with uh wingman clients and tradies that i work with and talk to about about that whole thing of, oh, but, you know, we need to say we've been here for 30 years and all that sort of stuff. And it's like, seriously, that's boring as bat poo and nobody's going to care because everybody's saying the same thing. That's exactly right. That's why when I'm teaching people to write, like you always want to think differently about your business. Yes, it's great that you've been in, in business for 30 years because you've got, you know, you know your customers well, you know what they want, the services are all um, tested and, you know, tried and tested and all of that. And that's great and it works. But as you say, everyone's doing that. So we need to think really differently about what what how you want to portray yourself so that people start to resonate with you and you're just another human being, you know, because mm-hmm. that's what we all want to know. You want to know about people before you actually work with them and that's why, like, you'll Google everything about You'll stalk them before you even decide to work with them. Yeah, and you just got you just have to look at Hollywood. And I was, I saw because uh, I'm a bit of a Jason Bourne fan of the Jason I, Bourne series of movies. I'm a fan <laughs> of Matt Damon. Yeah, I bet you are. It's a bit boring. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Matt Damon on screen is never boring, Liz. Come yeah, well, on. Okay. Yeah, sorry, that's that's not why I like it. But anyway, <laughs> I just I just like the car chases and the espionage stuff. But anyway. Um, the budget for the film uh, was something like, I think it was $30 million or something. Um, it might have been more than that. Um, but they grossed at the box office something like, I think it was $13 billion oh my God. at the box office for that film. And I had to actually read that number twice. But the point of that is people spend a buttload of money watching stories, reading stories. And so for business owners uh, and tradies listening to this show, you know, if you were a Hollywood movie star, would you put, I've been doing this for 30 years or would you put something interesting like you're saying, Liz? Exactly. And that's the thing. So on my, I always get such amazing comments about my About Us page, right? Because it's completely different. And it shares little stories. Like like I said, the four-year-old thing, the 14-year-old. I also have been writing pen pal letters way before like Facebook and all of that, any of that internet, you know, all of that growing up in the 90s. I had pen pals in Switzerland or something and we used to send um, proper letters 
to each other. Like we don't do that anymore. Mm. You know, it's just these points of difference. And then then also you have to um, not only just share stories, but I'll move into my next point, which is to give the right information. Mm. So point number two, and um, I'll have to come back to um, to how we write it differently in a moment, but point number two is to give the right info. That means no waffling, being direct and being straight to the point. So also you want these words to be speaking to your readers, right? Everything you do comes back to them. So it might be your About Us page, but you're actually writing it for them. So the experience and the stories and the background and however long you've been in business, it always comes back to how that will help them and then help them solve their problems. So if you know what their problems are, say it's like, I don't know, what what are your tradies' problems, guys? <laughs> that they don't have very good about us pages. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, listeners. Uh, their problems are standing out from a crowded market, I think would be a big one that I see for yeah. them. And not competing on price, I yep. guess, where things like the About Us page can be one factor in helping to determine that. Exactly. So if you were going to say, you know, that you had been in business for 30 years or whatever, it would come back to this is how we can solve that problem of competing on price or this little story that I've shared with you about, you know, my love for building or whatever and how I've, um, you know, created a, a business and a life that I love around that comes back to, um, you know, we don't compete on price and we can help you stand out because we have these different designs or we do these things differently or we use these quality materials or whatever the case may be. So it always comes back to that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, one of the best About Us pages I read was actually a new business. They were a new tradie um, and they actually embraced that. So they were like, you know, we – we're young, we've just started out, we know the latest techniques to save you money, we know the latest trends, you know, we're not delusioned by the industry as yet. So they kind of used that they had no experience to their advantage. See, and that's perfect too, completely, yeah. completely different opposite spin on it. And that's why right. not? Because they, they, that makes them different then. So think about um, the opposites that you can be putting on your business even if you have been in in the business for 30 years like what's something new that you're doing like even if you're learning a new skill say like even if it is copywriting and you might pop that in there you know I can't believe I've just done a copywriting workshop or something but that's that's helped me get this great about us page or you know anything just something a little bit different that people go actually yeah yeah. I like this about us page. I actually get to know these people a little bit. You know, yeah. it doesn't have to be. You can basically put anything you want on your about us page, right? As long as it's engaging and it starts to build that rapport with people and they get to know you a little bit more and then you can start to build a relationship with them online that you can then take offline. Mm. And that's yeah. that's the thing, isn't it? Like our our online stuff is just about getting people to. And we all talk about engagement, but we want people to engage with us, whether it's to ask a question or consume the next piece of content. It's all sort of leading people to build a relationship with us. That's exactly right. 
And then, you know, you might become friends with them on Facebook or you start to follow them over on social or you sign up to their newsletter. And then it's the same deal again. Your newsletter is a little bit different to what everybody else is doing. Your social media is just that little bit different. Yeah. Actually, that takes me into point number three. Of course right. it does. Of course it does. See how she flows? It's just Unlike seamless, other, isn't it? It just segues in nicely. You <laughs> must be us. a good writer or something, Liz. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I don't, this is a new skill. I'm, I should put this on my About Us page. <laughs> I to segue nicely into the next topic of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, think about, and I've got a cool example of um, a woman her name is Anna Willen Clark, and she is the what does she call herself? The customer service critic. I was going to say guru, but it's not. It's critic. And she's written this about us page. She did my workshop actually, and she wrote her about us page, and it was oh brilliant. Like she used stories. She started off with her story, and then she did something really different, which is what I tell people to do. She used something like um, five things you don't know about Anna at the end. So there are five little points that you get to utilise there, or five minutes with Anna it was, so a little mini interview where she can then start to share anything she wants. So it actually doesn't all have to tie in, you know, it doesn't all have to segue into the next thing. It might be, you know, here's a little story about this that you didn't know about me. Here's a little story about this that you didn't know me. Here's what happened when I was in year nine or here's how I got into the business or here's why I want to tell you that I've been in business for 30 years but, you know, this copywriter chick told me that I shouldn't be saying that but I'm going to do it anyway. You know, just something a little bit different. So a mini interview with yourself, sharing tips, um, tricks, little statistics that you might know, did you knows about yourself or your business or your team even. And then just injecting that personality or if it's a, a business or a company, knowing what the, the business's personality is and injecting that into the words. Mm. So you're not the same as everybody else. Exactly. It's cool. I interviewed myself once. <laughs> and it's like, it, went, it was great. People loved it and I still get I must go and reshare it because it gets such good um, feedback and engagement. So it's it's. Elizabeth Campbell interviews Elizabeth Campbell. And it was just something, I don't know why I did it. It was just something a bit different. You know, I don't know that anyone else has done that. And, you know, people just think, oh, this chick's a bit quirky, but anyhow. But it just it makes you stand out. And that's, that's what we all need to do in business and particularly in our content and copywriting is to stand out and be different. Yep, so true. Now, can I just segue... Uh, into I want to give the structure of how to actually write. So it comes down to still under that write differently um, banner, but it's really important that you write to a structure because it's um, this is journalism 101 and it will get read by more people and it will also get picked up by search engines more easily so that you can start to come up organically in search. And there's just five quick points, five steps, and that is to write an awesome headline that's clickable, so how-to headlines, numbered lists, why, questions, those sort of headlines work really well because it sparks interest and then people click on it. Then you want to have a really great, amazing lead sentence, so whether that's 
a little story, a tip or trick, a did you know, uh, inspirational quote that means something to you, something a bit different. Do you have that? And then you work your way into the body and you would use dot points and numbered lists and bold italics, word 101 pretty much, very easy basic stuff. Makes it really easy for people to read and consume your stories and your information then. And then having your keywords dotted three to five times throughout the copy and then a call to action. So telling people what you want them to do. Excellent tips there. We might actually uh, make a little downloadable uh, checklist there. So um, if you head yeah. to the episode on tradiesbusinessshow.com, we'll put up the links obviously to your website and some of the things you've mentioned but we'll also do a little downloadable checklist uh, on those five things as well yeah and that would be good because um it's really it's really super important that just that one step can help so much so segueing off that then i would like to talk a little bit about um point number four which is having a call to action and people forget this. And even on the About Us page, people think that it's all about them and they just share their stories and, you know, their different um, ways of writing and that's it. But you can't leave your customers or your readers hanging. You've got to tell them what to do. And we actually, as humans, kind of like being told what to do. Even tradies. I know. It's true. We all do. <laughs> Decision-making is so right. tough these days. Yeah. <laughs> to a degree, like, we want to... Um, at, when we get to the end of a page or a blog or a video or a podcast or whatever, if we can tell people what we want them to do when we get there, we've got a better chance of getting it done, right? So if that is to increase your leads or your sales or your subscriptions or whatever else, still tell them what you want them to do. Go and read my blog about, you know, building this or go and see what I'm all about in my gallery. Have a look. Have a look around my site. Even if it's just that, just keeping people on the page for mm. or on your site for a little bit longer so that you can get them reading your other words, like on your homepage and your services and what, your blog, whatever else, you can get them reading those. So it'll start to build that rapport with people a lot quicker. Otherwise, they might just be like, oh, yeah, okay, I'm done. I see what you're about. And a call, a call yeah. to action is not uh, necessarily about buying something. And, and all of those things you just listed off, Liz, are not exchanging money. And that's where I think a lot of people have this uh, misconception that having a call to action means I should be making some sort of offer for someone to purchase something or sign up to something else. And it's fine if you do that. But it's just, again, it's that next little step in the process giving someone another action to take exactly and it might just be um go and read about my team because they've got funny stories as well you know however whatever personality it is that you're trying to convey in your copy you can just send people around your site so all your calls calls to action might just be here read this here yeah. read this and it's just building that relationship online with people and then you know you might have if you would like more information, you can sign up to our newsletter or you can give us a call or you can, you know, email us here. And it's just that. It's not about, you know, here's a discounted price or here's our hot offer for the month or, I mean, mm. we don't like being sold to. We just, you can, that's why a call to action is awesome because you start to soft sell people on who 
you are and what you know you're the best and why people should be, um, you know, buying from you or getting you to do their work. Yeah. If they don't want to read, oh, you know, we're doing a monthly discount on, you know, air conditioners or whatever the case may be when you build or, you know, they don't want to really, they don't care about that. They're no. there to, to read about you and to get to know you. And it keeps, yeah, I mean, it keeps people engaged. Again, there's that word, but it keeps people on your page or your social site or whatever. And it's what YouTube and Facebook and, and Google and all those uh, big search engines and databases do really well is suggested viewing, you know, suggested for you. Yeah. And it's more free content. But, you know, I watch a video on, uh, I don't know, CrossFit, and I get lots of other video suggestions from YouTube about weightlifting and about, you know, some crazy dude that just climbed a mountain. And, yeah, sure, there's advertising embedded in some of those things, but they're just keeping me engaged for longer. Exactly. And that's what we want. We want if we... If we've got people coming to the site, we want them on there for as long as possible. And then, you know, I mean, I, I'm all about words and I love writing, but it is a holistic approach. So if you have some videos on there and you have some maybe some audio or you have some little downloads like what we were talking about before with the infographic on the how to write the five steps, you know, that sort of thing, it just gives people more of a reason to mm. want to stay. Yeah. Get a video of your apprentice you know, twerking on the job site or something. I know, and how funny are those? And they just go ballistic <laughs> online. Like, <laughs> dancing to Beyonce's put a ring on it or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I know we had a um, shop fitter whose apprentice put the cupboard upside down. Oh. And uh, we all laughed. So you should put that on your site. So, oh, you know, people might think that we don't know what we're doing. But no, no, they'll get it because it was The Apprentice and you're having a laugh. It shows you have a bit of a personality. Yeah. Um, you know, so things like that. You know, don't shy away from, you know, laughing at yourself. No, because we're Aussies. We laugh at stuff. We laugh at ourselves. We laugh at the silliest things like that guy, that poor apprentice who put it in upside down. He would have copped flack. He'll still cop flack 30 years down the track for that. <laughs> yeah. like, the poor guy. But we've all been there. Like we've all had those funny, silly stories where you've just gone, oh, man, I can't believe I did that. But why not? Why wouldn't you put that into your copy even, mm. into your About Us page? Like, you know, funny things that have happened to us on job sites. Yeah. You know, we've, we've learned big lessons from this or whatever. We don't do that anymore, but here's a funny video of blah, blah, doing whatever. And it makes, it you, just... it makes you real as well. And and, uh, and I'm, I'm going to uh, spill the beans a little bit here, Liz, but, you know, we chatted with you before we hit record on today's episode about the flow and, and uh, about editing stuff out. And, <laughs> you know, we do that here at the Tradies Business Show is is – you know, there are very few episodes where Michaela and I edit anything out because we want people to hear what really goes on and our, our listeners love that, uh, that it's authentic. And so there's an opportunity with the storytelling and the writing and the calls to action and everything to really, I think, be different to your competition by not crafting things too carefully. And I know... Now we're talking to you about using words and and uh, I guess crafting stories and everything, but you can still share some of that real stuff, and I think consumers really appreciate that. They love it. They do. Well, because I know I love it. 
I want mm. to know about, you know, the mistakes people are making or the funny things that have happened or, you know, real-life conversations that we've had, like the one we had about editing uh, and whatnot. But my big tip there would be just to be prolific and not perfect. You just put it out, you know. You can – the best thing about online writing, the, the content as opposed to videos or anything like that is that you can go back and change it five minutes later. Hmm. So if you decide that, oh, I forgot to add that funny little thing in, you can go and add to it. You know, it's a bit harder with videos and podcasting and whatnot to do that. That's yeah. why I love it because you, you can self-edit. And, I mean, I know you can do that with videos and podcasts as well, but it's a bit, bit more – It's a bit harder. In depth, in depth, yeah. Yep. So, yeah, it is. It's, it's the number one thing you want to remember is that you're human. People like dealing with humans. Like there's far too many robots and what not getting around the place, you know, um, recorded messages and all of that sort of thing, generic copy, generic information. They're all, it's all the same out there. We want to be really, really different. Yep. So... Now, how are you going to segue into your fifth one, Liz? My, my, I know. I really, <laughs> I'm thinking, oh, how many have I done? Okay. So my segue is actually being real and having real people um, give you testimonials. Oh. So our fifth point is to have social proof, right? So we all know that we're great and we're different and what we do is amazing. But I, I love telling people that they should have a testimonial on their page on every single page of their website relating to that specific page and the work that's been done. Um, and, and it works really well. So you might, you know, get your fans or your ideal customers to talk about you. They can talk about you in videos, in, you know, picture words with pictures, picture words, whatever you call those things, um, and, and or just like a throwaway sentence. Just It just helps people make that decision in, in taking that next step. So there's somebody else talking about you. And and you know what else is a bit different too? It might be a team member that you have saying how great it is to work there because of the culture and it's fun and this or that or whatever. And then out, somebody on the outside looking in will go, oh, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Like his team loves him. So, you know, I only like to work with people that um, love what they do. You know, if any contractors that I have, if they don't convince me that they absolutely love what they do, then I don't want to work with them because I love what I do. So I want people around me that are the same. So when people look at what I'm doing and, and who I'm working with and all of that, they go, oh, yeah, cool. She's in like she, her team is exactly like her. So when I'm working with her I'm and her team is an extension of working with her. Yeah, cool. And How's that, Tim? And yeah, and that relates to the whole being real thing. But uh, you know, if I say something, it's true for me. It may or may not be true for you. And so when we put all this stuff on our websites and our social channels, yeah, it's all true for us as the business owner, as the tradesperson. But for a, a reader or a you know potential customer, they may or may not believe it. Um, and yeah, you yeah. really do get so much more trust i guess when it's a third party endorsement so whether it's, it's a customer true. or a supplier or, or you know trade reps like th there's yeah. so many avenues that our tradie listeners could go to to get uh you know that third party endorsement and that could be another little section on your about us page after you've you've given your story after you've given like your five 
um, things that people didn't know about you. You could be like three things that people are saying about us. One, two, three. And it's just that little bit different because no, no one's really doing that, you know. And and it, you were right. It, it helps to build trust and that's what we want. As I said before, that old um, um, phrase of know, like and trust. When we, when we know, like and trust someone, we will commit to working with them. But not only that, it also boosts your credibility. So your credibility as a tradie will go through the roof because you've actually got people talking about you. And, and people will have, they might have a testimonial page on their website and that's all well and good, but having um, them dotted throughout your content, when people are reading it subconsciously, there's, um, you know, a lot going on in the brain and they're just reading it and they're like, oh, oh yeah, that person said that about that. You move to another another page and you've got another little testimonial there and it might, it doesn't have to be long. It's just a one-liner or two, a one sentence or two sentences and that's it. Cool, cool. Well, and I'd love to see a tradie website with uh, some endorsements or testimonials from the other trades they work with. You know, a plumber that's got the, yeah. the electrician and the builder and, and uh, you know, the tiler perhaps, you know, some of the other trades that they work with, talking about why they like working with that, that particular tradesperson as well. Yeah. But, well, uh, why not? Because it's a, it is a, a group effort, you mm. know, like... It's not just one person doing it. There are so many other people involved and that's just another, it might be, here, here are some, here are three people that we work with. Yeah. Yep. You know, and then you will link to their website and they'll link back to yours and there'll just be all this amazing backlinks and SEO happening right under people's noses and they don't even know. That's, <laughs> that's another topic for another time. Yeah, yeah, that's a, that's a whole another uh, three-hour conversation. Oh I was just thinking about my husband's because I've got to redo his website and I was just thinking about his about page and, uh, you know, he's been plastering for 25 years and all that boring stuff, but he hates technology and I know that's quite ironic being that I love it, but um, he, you know, doesn't have a smartphone uh, so he will always ring the customer. You know, he rings beforehand, he confirms everything. So for him, it's like, you know, if you like some old-fashioned phone service and actually like talking to us, you know, that's that's a benefit of, of working with us. So, you know, it's finding those things that maybe do make you stand out and twisting them, and I think you've given some great advice today. That's so true, though. Like, we don't really talk to people anymore because we're online so often. Like, you know, there's a thousand people talking about me online. I haven't ever hardly, like, I wouldn't even know who they are. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's really, if that's one of his ways of standing out, then yes, that, you know, that might be his little hook, his little story at the top. Yep. It might be his headline. If you want to talk to a real person, you know, we'll call you. Or, you know, there's so many. There is, just, And we're just online. We're emailing all the time. We're following up via email we, or text message or whatever. And that's great. But that human element is so important. Yep. Well, he can't even text. <laughs> well, sorry. Yes, he can. He does one word. Yes oh, or no or okay. <laughs> He's like my dad. My dad's a, um, a carpenter and has been like all of his life. So I came from carpenter dad, nurse mum. And so, Dad, I think we are getting him onto a smartphone. He's still got one of those flippy phones. <laughs> and he's like, can you please help me send this photo to your sister or whatever? He's so cute. He's oh, that's funny. Gold. Duncan doesn't even have a camera on his phone. He goes in, he gets the old senior's phone, and he loves it. 
Is that the one that, that reads, that talks the messages to you? Yeah, it talks the messages. So when he's on a job site, you know, his mates are always sending him something probably inappropriate because he listens so it talks to it. Out loud. And it. And it talks it out. And uh, he has been called out a few times. It actually tells you who's calling. And once he was, um, oh, he doesn't listen to the show, but he was spying on a neighbour. And the neighbour happened to call him on the phone and it said, you know, Bob is calling you, Bob is calling you. And Bob would have heard the phone because he was standing right next to the fence. Uh, anyway. Dear, dear. See, there's a, there's a cool little story. Somehow that could be worked in to his About Us page, <laughs> talking to people on the phone and, you know, he's not like your typical tradie. He doesn't have a smartphone, depending on who his target market is, right? So if they're maybe people of his ilk, who don't yep. have smartphones and whatever else, who do want to be called, then they would appreciate that. Mm. My dad. My, <laughs> my dad turned 74 yesterday. He would love that. <laughs> my dad would love it too. He's 65, 66 this year. So, yeah, it's, it, you know, people of that ilk or whatever would really love that. They'd appreciate that. They'd find that so funny and they'd find it relatable because mm. then when he rocks up to the site, They'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't have a smartphone either, you know, and then they will have this massive conversation about smartphones and how they're ruining the world or whatever, whatever, whatever. (laughs) And this is all great because it helps to build that rapport and that relationship. And then old mate will go off and tell his friend about how this builder doesn't have or plasterer doesn't have a smartphone and we had this great conversation and this is how you get people talking about you. Mm, mm. Well, they're awesome ninja tips, and I'm going to we're going to set a challenge for you here, Liz. Something we 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 do with all of our guests is uh, is we put you in in the hot seat, I suppose, and say if you had a thousand tradies in the room, what's one piece of advice? So that could be a little challenging for you, but what's one piece of advice you'd love to leave them with? Write the way you speak. Mm, Very like simple. So um, I say this to people all the time because it will resonate with people in a far greater sense than if you're trying to be somebody that you're not. So if you use really simple terminology and it's short and straight to the point and maybe, maybe, and I don't agree with this, but you swear and there might be some swear words in there, if it resonates with your target market, then that's how you are, right? Because then when they meet you, they've read up all about you, they meet you, you're exactly the same person. They talk to you on the phone, you're exactly the same person. You're not trying to be this big professional, you know, building company or whatever else when you're not. When you're just the guy from down the street who really enjoys doing the handyman work for little old ladies or whatever it is, if that's what if that's who you are, then that's what you should be portraying. Mm. And writing the way that you speak actually allows that to happen so much more easily. And then you get back to this whole rapport building thing, and people will get you. Mm. So true. Great advice, Liz. So um, I'm sure that our listeners will want to find out a little bit more. And can I please get everyone to have a look at at your about page because I have just had a look at it and it starts with my favourite colours are handbags and heels. My blood type is busy and it's it's awesome. I, it is a great page. So about that little bit actually, yeah. Yeah. I get, um, I get a lot of comments on that. People will say, oh, I read your about us page. So your blood type is busy. I'm like, yes, I'm always busy. I'm always busy. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm very active. Like, oh, what is my favorite accessory? Is my was it my dog or is it my business? Of a moment is my accessory of the moment is my business. Is my business. Um, and I love that you know you like to relax with flowers and red lipstick, and you're a donator yeah. of hugs and cuddles. Yeah. Yeah, so they're, they're just all little bits and pieces about me and I just wrote it in a different style that, you know, when I'm actually talking to people, someone posted on my Facebook page the other day, it's a red lipstick kind of day, Liz, and she <laughs> a photo of herself with her red lips on. I'm like, that's so cool. Hmm. You know, so it's resonated with her. She's my target market. Um, and, yeah, we've started to build a relationship. Plus, it was really great because I actually ended up meeting her at a networking event recently. So now I know her in person. Great. So that's how it all starts. Yes. Well. It starts from the words. It all starts from the five tips that I've given about your About Us page. It all starts from writing the way that you speak so that it starts to resonate with people. And then you start to build that connection that rapport and finally a relationship and then you, you will find that you will get more leads and generate more business because of it. Awesome. So, uh, so true. Uh, so they can find out more about you at ecwritingservices.com uh, and also uh, have a look at her about page and everything else that she does and also her great book, Wow Words on the Web. Thank you so much for joining us. And now life is about building a resume of fun, you say. So let's go do that, hey? Yes. Thanks so much for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. I've had a lot of fun. No worries. Thank you. Thanks. So there you go. Great interview with Liz from EC Writing Services. Five ninja tips. Make sure you go make some changes and tell us about it. So just email us. Uh, You don't have to do a screenshot, but if you want to, go right ahead. But just email us at hello at tradiesbusinessshow.com. That's hello at tradiesbusinessshow.com. Tell us what you changed. We'll stick your name in the drawer and uh, we'll pull out a lucky winner for a copy of Liz's book. She's selling those online for about 25 bucks, so we'll send you one of those for free. And uh, you can also, if you want to, share it on the Facebook page, Tradies Business Show. Um, and if you want more tips and strategies to help you get off the tools and into true business ownership, go check out the Tradies Business Toolkit as well. Well, that's it, I think. I think so. We've, we've given lots of things to do today. Yep, go do some writing. Bye. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.